in the party, Richter. All right, and welcome to See You at the Party, Richter. We are finishing up the movie Aftermath, so we're doing some trivia, doing some irons pumped. As always, I'm Joseph Beckastro. I'm joined by my host, Aaron Frescas. Hello. And Chris Chapman. How's it going? All right, so uh, let's get into it, boys. Aaron, what do you have for some trivia for us? Okay, so here's what we got. There's there's not a whole there's not a ton so uh, that I can find for this movie. So uh, that was well that was actually interesting. So first off, <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> I go. grabbed a couple things off IMDb trivia for this movie. Uh, so the movie was based on a real life crash of Bashkirian Air Flight. 2937 in DHL flight 611, which occurred uh, January 1st, 2002, when the two planes crashed into each other in midair over uh, Uberlingen, Germany. Yeah. yeah. But sorry, I feel like I'm saying that weird. Anyway, uh, Schwarzenegger's character is based on Russian architect Vitaly Koyalev. Whose wife and two children weren't died in the accident. He tracked down Peter Nelson, the air traffic controller involved in the accident, through a private investigator, and then stabbed him two years later. So pretty much, I um, once we once I found out this was a true story, I actually put Erica on the case because she likes looking this shit up. Mm-hmm. So she's looking, she's get like gathering. She's like our Diane Sawyer, so she's gathering the story <laughs> for us right now. Uh, which happens, like I said, to be a true story behind the movie, and eventually we'll ha- we'll end up doing a bonus episode so she can take us through like the actual real life events, which definitely vary a bit from what took place in the movie. So be on the lookout for that coming out soon ish. It'll, it'll be coming yeah. out soon, and it's gonna be uh, it, it's definitely gonna be a good listen because what she told me, I was like, holy shit. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, nice. the first big thing is there was two children for that guy. Yeah, and only has one <laughs> child in this. Exactly, yep. and on top of that, there was three. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> so there there was definitely there was definitely yeah two two more kids. Which that's what happens when uh, Hollywood doesn't have control of your life. You get an extra couple kids. <laughs> so you know, but uh, anyway, so the uh, moving on the the uh, torn pearl necklace memorial really exists in Uberlingen. Germany, and it was created by local artist Andrea Zams Zamschiel. Like I, I'm trying to be funny right now, and I shouldn't be. And I'm like, oh, it it exists in Uberlingen, Germany. Was created by the artist Andrea Zamschiel. Anyway, um, so I guess the dude that Arnold bumps into as he's approaching the ticket counter in the beginning of the movie is actually uh-huh. a cameo by the Columbus, Ohio mayor at the time. Who's named Ooh. Michael Coleman, which is why, okay. which is where the movie was filmed and why it focused on him for a second. And did so. he know what the movie was about? <laughs> He's just happy a movie's being filmed there, apparently. Uh, I guess so. It was Columbus, because in it the was credits Columbus. it said Cincinnati, but. No, no, right. it was. They, they filmed it in Columbus. So, yeah, it was in Columbus, Ohio. Wait. They oh, wait. They, they, they said it was Cincinnati in. Well, I think they said it in Columbus, but it was filmed in Cincinnati. And, okay, I have a thing with Cincinnati, all right? (laughs) Here's my thing. Growing up, I was like, is Cincinnati a real place? Like, they got various sports teams. Um, I've never met anybody from Cincinnati. No one's ever talked about Cincinnati. It's just, like, a place that was there. Is it like Um, the North Pole for you? Man. 
Kind of. It was just like one of those weird cities where it's just like, yeah, Cincinnati's like a big city. It's got like sports teams and an airport or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck? No one's ever talked about Cincinnati. No one's ever been there. I never met anybody who's been there. So one time I thought I went there. Uh, I had a layover on my way to New York. Um, and randomly I saw, I think I saw my uh, youth pastor from San Diego there in the airport. Uh, anyways, going to New York, uh, smash cut to like four years later. I was like, yeah, I've been to Cincinnati. I meet, I, I actually finally meet somebody from Cincinnati and they're like, no, dude, the airport is not in Cincinnati. It's in Kentucky. It's not <laughs> even in Ohio. I'm like, dude, oh. it's a fucking conspiracy, man. Cincinnati's not a real <laughs> goddamn place. So Cincinnati does not exist. It's a fucking made up place. I honestly thought you were going to be like, my youth pastor had been dead for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cincinnati is not a real place. I entered like a... a Twilight oh, Zone. Yeah, exactly. Like, holy shit. Ugh. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. But yes, <laughs> yours was just as good because of that. Uh, wait. <laughs> you know what? I realized that I've never been to Cincinnati either. Like, I haven't been in like... Exactly. Uh, yeah, clearly nobody's ever been to Cincinnati. Yeah, that's so the thing. it's um, not a real place. Mm-hmm. Would that not be how? Wouldn't that be awesome? Like that's how that's how this podcast gets bigger. Is how like fucking conspiracy theories about how Cincinnati doesn't actually exist. <laughs> Just really stupid conspiracy theories. Stupid. I mean, Joe made a good point right there. So <laughs> have I'm you on, met anybody on, from Cincinnati? Yeah. Have you met anybody who's been to Cincinnati? I've met people from Ohio. <laughs> Never anybody from Cincinnati though. Exactly. So I met some people point. who said they're from Cincinnati, but uh, <laughs> my my dad says he's been there, but you know I've never been there, so how do I know he's telling the truth? Your dad's full of shit. My <laughs> my dad doesn't listen to this podcast, so he is full of shit. I agree. Yeah, yeah. suck it, Albert. You fucking <laughs> lying sack of dog shit. <laughs> unless listen to this, unless you actually listen to this podcast, which in case, hey dad, how's it going? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> moving on. Um, okay, so uh, I guess, yeah, I got that. I found an article. Uh, article. It's called an article. <laughs> <laughs> I found an interview Arnold did with the website ScreenCrush.com where he gives his reasons why he became, why am I doing his voice? Why he became more, uh, making more serious, serious films. He says, quote, when I, come, when I came back to acting after the governorship, I felt like, okay. I have enough money. It's not like I should go and try to figure out a way of making the same money that I did. Let's do something and have a number four, which I like to think how is like how he thinks in his voice, just like my voice. Okay, I have enough money. You know, let's try to do something new. So anyway, so I told my agency, I'm looking for projects. First of all, I'm not just looking for work. I don't need that. I have plenty of things to do. I want to go and find good movies that are interesting. So that's why I'm doing these things. So basically, uh, because I never really had the chance in the actual movies, movies Arnold to Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I never really had the chance what? in the action movies to spend uh, much time on developing a character with the way they were written and the way they were directed, where there's much more time spent on setting up huge action, an action shot or a huge fight scene or a huge shoot or whatever. This gives me a much better chance to do to do that and to show that I can, in fact do that i feel comfortable with that and then i have the range it also has something to do with age i think when i hit 40 
I would have had no in- or I think when I was 40 I would have no in- no interest in that but I was on such a roll with action movies and th- and now I feel like let's go and do those things that I would really like to do and explore and grind out even though I've never done let's give it a shot uh yeah um I mean he's not wrong like he's great in these movies it's just yeah. like this one and Maggie they're just not very good movies I don't the, know. It's the, not really this, on him. I the, I think this movie is actually pretty close to being really good. I think yeah. it's, this movie is such a fucking downer. I don't think it ever had a chance. Um, but as far as like the directing and all of the acting, I think it's actually super good. Yeah, like you said, like Arnold's very good in this movie. I agree. Anyway, so and then the last the last little uh, bit of trivia, he was uh, asked in an interview with Fandango what he would like to do that he hasn't done yet. And he said, the only thing I have not done is that I'd be interested in doing is a regular scripted TV series, something with like eight to ten episodes. So I don't you don't have to work all year round. And then Fandango asked him, so like something like Netflix. And he said, yeah, that's right. Uh, people pursuing me. People have been pursuing me to do those kind of things. It's just a question of finding the right project. So like. I think he didn't did end up finding something that was like a uh, animated. I think because I think he did an animated thing on Netflix or something like that. But that would be awesome to, to like get an actual like that was like a kids show, right? T- yeah, it like a scripted TV thing with him would be good as yeah, long like as a, the like writing was serious. Yeah. Drop yeah. a baby buggy bumpers. Ah, you didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Okay, so do do, do we do favorite lines? Because uh, there weren't there weren't. Uh, it's pretty much our lines at this point. Yeah, and I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what my favorite line was. This happened last uh, time, to where it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we only have our own lines written down. <laughs> yeah, and I can't remember my own lines. So do uh, we just, Joe? What was the line you came up with in the moment? Uh, <laughs> He's not gonna remember him. Come on, I don't remember because <laughs> I can't uh, remember my lines oh. I wrote down. Okay, so man, imagine getting a name change, getting Pat Dilbert. Give me something like Stephen Snake Eyes, Cornelius Winchester, or Homer Thompson. <laughs> I think I oh, think it. I think it was with the lawyers. I think it was. Don't judge me. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one's good. All right. For, so for this episode, we're gonna omit the favorite line because you, you tell us your favorite line. Somebody yeah, comment what you your go. favorite lines are. Yeah, leave it in the comments or the uh, write a review. Leave it and say my yeah, favorite man. line of this. Just make sure you do it in an Arnold accent. <laughs> yeah, write in exactly. an Arnold accent. Yeah. So anyway, the last thing we, uh, the last thing before we go, uh, what do you say? Let's pump a little iron. Add this movie to the Spreadator. <laughs> uh, now we're gonna get to our ratings on this movie. Uh, we're doing a scale of one to five irons pumped. Please remember, this is a uh, scale of just Arnold movies, because if it was just in all movies, they'd all be five. But we got to judge Arnold movies against themselves. So we are going to start out with Chris. How many irons would you pump for this movie? Oh, man. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with. I think I'm going to have to go one and a half. Like if, if I think if I gave Maggie a two, I think this has to be a one and a half just because there was, I don't know, just like. Uh, Maggie being about zombies, like it's at least a little bit pulpy and like, there's a tiny bit of fun to be had in that movie. And this movie is just a fucking, again, this is actually what I would consider a pretty good movie, but it's so fucking hard to get through. And while Arnold is super good in it, I just, 
it's it's too fucking depressing and and not what I want out of an Arnold movie. Is it harder to get through because it's a true story or I think that is part of it, but I do think this is just one of those stories where it's just this is one of those movies that makes me be like what was the fucking point of showing me all this suffering like i don't understand what you were trying to get across with all this fucking suffering it was a real story so it kind of i kind of get that but jesus i don't know what you want me to take from this movie yeah i i was i was thinking about how i was gonna rate this and i was thinking the only fair thing i could do is pretty much do like the same thing we did the running man where we compared it to Commando, Give it a 4. Which, 5. Yeah, which, which, <laughs> which I'm not going to compare it to Commando because that'd be weird. Like, <laughs> but if I didn't know comparing it to one of the movies that are similar, it'd have to be Maggie, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, I definitely like this one better than Maggie, and it took me a minute to figure out why. But because I think this one is definitely sadder than Maggie, mm-hmm. and I mean, like. I watched this with I watched this movie with Erica, and we ended up needing to watch something happier afterwards to cheer us up. So we put on Passion of the Christ, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I don't I don't know what it is. Like, first off, sorry, John Scott three, but I think the writing for this movie is definitely better than it was in Maggie. Yeah, way better. And on top of that, like the acting, the acting is better than this. In this too, just like uh. Scoop McNary, who plays Jake, it does an amazing job in this movie. Like, yep. with whatever he's doing in this movie, it it's it's good. But yeah, he's he's playing like simultaneously pathetic, but also very like um, broken, pretty much. Yeah, but but very like relatable. Like, yes, it, it feels very real. His reaction to what. Happened yeah, like, like all, all of his scenes, like even Maggie Grace does a great job in this movie yeah, too. She does, and even like Arnold does a good job in this movie. He does a good job in this movie in the same way that he did in Maggie. It's just like a different kind of thing. He has a little more um to do in this movie as far True. as like carrying the like the acting. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I think there's more dramatic weight in this. Movie. Yes. But I, I noticed I gave uh, I, I gave Maggie one point five, but then I also gave both Collateral Damage and Batman and Robin t- a two, and I was thinking about like trying to like say like hey can I give this a one point seven five? But actually I'm, I think I'm gonna pump two irons for this movie because it's it's hard to compare it to Batman and Robin, but I definitely mm-hmm. say it's comparable to Collateral Damage. It just took like the Ruffalo route, like the Ruffalo Road route, instead of like taking Schwarzenegger Street. So, like, <laughs> it just took a different route to get where it was going. It's, like, a sadder route, but it, it got there-ish the same way. It uh, Definitely sadder because of the ending, but it's also, like, a little more true to life. Mm-hmm. So, I got to stick with that. Whoops. I got to stick with the two for this movie. Makes sense. So, Joe? Oh, uh, I'm giving this a one. Ooh. It's just not an Arnold movie. I think this movie is better. I think this is... Better than Maggie as a movie, but as an Arnold movie, I think it's on par or worse than Maggie. Uh, it's just not very Arnoldy. Like, uh, I mean, he kills one dude, and that's like the big thing. But uh, at least with Maggie, he was kind of a a protector, like a um, I, I guess protect. I can't think of a better term yeah. than than like a protector. You know, he's protecting his family and everything. Um, 
he's stoic in that and this he's he's not and i think he does a fantastic job this movie is very bleak uh and it does fucking fantastic with the tension um but we're rating these on arnold movies and this is not a good arnold movie uh true do you think do you think you would ever rate something a 0.5 like less than not even a full iron pumped he's got one he does yeah he's got a few he's got collateral damage no no no, i mean a 0.5 oh oh, oh, less than this like less than a one i don't don't know what would it be less than this after this yeah uh like okay okay i couldn't do that Joe, joe made a good point to where i forgot that we were reading these arnold movies I would say just to break the tie with this, I'm probably going to go back to 1.5 because I was thinking like actual movies. Yeah. And as far as Arnold movies, this is, which I know I gave, no, I gave, it'd be probably on the same part as like Joe said with Maggie. So it's going to be yeah, a 1.5 for me too. Yeah. That's why I rated it how I did. I I did not think any of these movies could be worse than Maggie. And then this one was worse see. again. Yes. Only as, on the Arnold scale. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like when I watched this movie for the first time, I was like, this movie has, this movie's better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Because like, there's not really much plot or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not like a, a crazy story or good, like action scenes or everybody's funny, but it just, uh, I guess the directing is just and the the sound design and you know they do that uh um dun the, dun uh fucking what do you call it? cinematography where mm-hmm. instead of just like over the shoulder shots it's like far away and down like mm. by someone's yeah. left hip and it's like going up uh that all all that's very good and it just kind of gives you a feeling it's a very well done movie however. It is not a great Arnold movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. And yeah. I understand Arnold uh, pivoting to uh, other stuff, but... Yeah. Um, it's totally you know. valid. It just is not what I am looking for out of these movies. All right. So after plugging our irons pumped into the Spreadator, um, we are currently sitting at the list in order from best to worst Arnold movies. At number one... We have The Running Man. At number two, we have Commando. At number three, The Sixth Day. Number four, Eraser. Number five, End of Days. Number six, Terminator Genesis. Number seven, Collateral Damage. Number eight, Batman and Robin. Number nine, Maggie. And number ten, Aftermath. Poor Aftermath. Do you guys think this is a better movie than Maggie? You pretty much already said... Yes. Yeah, I, I genuinely believe it's this just, is a better like movie movie than Maggie is. Okay, just curious. Yes. Okay. Anyway, if you, if you like dramatic movies, this is actually like a really good movie to watch. Okay. Cool. Um, and then lastly, whoops. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to keep hearing us, you can follow us on any of the social networks. On Facebook, you can type out our full name, which is See You at the Potty Richter. On most of the other socials, Instagram, Twitter, and everything else, basically, it is just at the Potty Richter. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us a, a like, follow, subscribe, whatever there is to do on that particular social network. 
thing. Um, we will read it out loud. Oh yeah! Yes. If uh, if you uh, interact with us there in a positive way or a negative way, whatever. <laughs> negative. Um, way for sure. <laughs> or who's got a tiny dick? You... Take a guess. <laughs> take take a guess. <laughs> Trick question, it's all three. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then if you want to go to any of your podcast apps, wherever you listen to us, please just go ahead and give us a five-star rating. If you enjoy anything that you listen to, we put as much work as we possibly can into this podcast, even though, you know, you may not think so. But uh, (laughs) In our uh, special uh, review comes from Apple Podcasts from the user Troglotim. Uh, it says, Arnie, need this. So Arnie has three explanation points, and then need this has a period. Sick. So um, You could be heard next. Yeah. Troglotim, you're our fucking favorite person in the whole world. That's true. Yeah. So you listening right now, you, just fucking sign up for an Apple Podcast account, leave five stars, and then give us a rating, and we'll read your name on it. I don't care if it's like, Joe has a tiny dick, because, hey, why? Like... First of all, your name's too accurate. It's Secondly, not like you can argue yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm one for calling out for people on their bullshit, but, you know, there's like sometimes I just got to admit defeat. Like, all right, do that. Fucking leave a review. Be like, Joe's a tiny dick. I've seen it. Uh, that's, their, that's their username? <laughs> that's their entire yeah. username? <laughs> yeah. It's a little wordy, but, you know, put some underscores in there so I can read it. But, uh, yeah, do that, dickheads. Seriously, we, we, we really appreciate anybody who takes time to write a review. We will read it on air if you want us to, and uh, it, it sincerely helps us out. Uh, next thing, uh, does anybody have anything to plug? Aaron? <clears throat> no. Yeah, yes. Okay, you got it. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I was pulling a Joe. Uh, yes, please listen to, uh, which I've been very slack, uh, slacking big time on posting, but please listen to the, uh, sister-ish podcast, uh, every single time, just all that pops in my head is, see you at the party Richter. Please listen to our sister podcast, see you at the party Richter. Please listen to the sister podcast, uh, you all love your potty, a liquored up lost podcast, which is just me, Erica, who's been on this podcast, and then our other co-host, Vanessa, Going through episodes of the TV show Lost, one episode at a time, we drink, which I guess we do in this. It's pretty much the same thing, but it's with two girls instead of two dickheads, and <laughs> and we go through it and uh, analyze the episodes, and it's fun because that show's fucking insane, but yeah. yeah. Uh, if you like Aaron, if you like Lost, if you need an excuse to drink, go listen to that podcast. Yeah, any yeah. one of those. And but, if you like Chris or I, well, we're we're on that we're on there true. occasionally. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Joe, anything to plug? Uh, my wife, hopefully <laughs> tonight. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. It, it never gets old. All right. <laughs> Wish Joe luck on that one. We'll find out how that went next month. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if you, for some reason, are interested in hearing more of my voice, you can go listen to a four-part miniseries that me and Aaron did. It's called Justice Fatigue. It is basically us just shitting on Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, that came out earlier this year for uh, way too long. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you can find that on most podcast app, most podcast apps, or uh, on social networks at uh, Fatigue Pod. Um, 
And I think that's it, except to declare what movie we're doing next. Uh, Next month is December, so we are going to be doing the Christmas classic, Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way! It's sorry. I'll, I'll, every time I see, I hear that, I just like think of uh, Robert Schmeigel doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just like, jingle all the way. Have you ever seen Robert Schmeigel do? Like, I don't think his, I've seen that one. I've, his, seen, I've seen him do it before. Uh, yeah, he, all, he he loves saying jingle all the way. It's great. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get something in there. I'm, I'm actually excited for this movie because uh, I just part of the um, the promo stuff should be good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's not about suffering in the human condition, so that's good. But yeah, I think that's uh, lower in my like own personal Christmas tradition is watching Jing all the way. That's beautiful. It's great. Yes, it <laughs> is. Anyhow. It'll be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So join us next month. Uh, be sure that you are subscribed so that you don't miss that. And uh, I guess. Oh, uh, the Patreon. Oh, yeah. Forgot. And uh, in case you want any sort of bonus content, of which we are turning out at least twice a month, uh, you can head over to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash thepottyrichter. Um, we will be putting out all sorts of bonus content. We've done an episode about Batman the Animated Series. We did a Crypt Keeper episode that uh, Arnold directed. Crypt. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt, whatever. Uh, <laughs> shut up jesus uh and then we're doing all sorts of stuff aaron you're starting to play the terminator video game right yes i uh at at hopefully when this airs i have started to play it to where you can hear me uh yell uh titty jizz and shit in a can and all <laughs> just anytime i die pretty much like <laughs> holy Jiminy Jismus, or whatever. <laughs> so look forward to that. It really as, depends on the holiday. <laughs> as he makes his way through the game, we're going to put up some uh, some videos of him, uh, well, sucking at the game. Yeah. Uh, so it's a so be sure to tune in here. for that. Uh, also, uh, you can also, not, not to see that, but you can also subscribe on Apple Podcast. Just to subscribe, like uh, do a... A free trial? Yeah, like a free trial or subscribe to the bonus episodes and you get two months with Apple Podcasts only, you get two months free. And then it costs, which the uh, Patreon costs, it costs two bucks a month after that because it's we're we're generous for now. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. And uh, I think that's it. So... All together now. Guess we will. Get the party reached up. 